Never made it as a wise man Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing Tired of living like a blind man I'm sick of sound without a sense of feeling And this is how you remind me of what I really am This is how you remind me Amazing. Not bad. Yeah. Nobody's good. ever played that. That's good, beautiful. Good I love it. Nickelback's <laughs> Nickelback's great. One of the few app developers in the country who can sing like that. Yeah. <laughs> we we're gonna do teenage dirtbag. That was my suggestion yeah. as well. Get some something with. But dirt if, you, in if there. that was a suggestion, you would have had to have done <laughs> it, right? Exactly. That's the I, thing about it. Matthew did a good, yeah. great job. Amazing. It, man, to open up the show. Amazing. Thank you very much, guys. Welcome. Welcome to the construction life. Thanks hey, for having thanks, us. Thanks a lot for having us. I'm excited Appreciate about it. having you guys on the show. So I guess there's like the construction side and then there's the, the technical side or what do you guys, what's there's the There's a hard line down the middle. Is there a hard line? Do you guys ever venture off on this side? you guys ever get into the dirt? Oh yeah. I've learned more about dirt in the last two years than I ever wanted to know for sure. Uh, and I'm sure Mike, you know, you know, I won't speak for him, but like he's probably surprised how much he knows about app development now. For sure. From, was this from like the first one? Myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one. a whole other world, eh? Oh, 100%. My career thus far, I've been I've been boots on the ground. This is a whole new learning experience. The the, the tech yeah. world is totally different. It's been amazing though. It's big eye opener. You got a group of guys that are like up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to work, and then the tech guys get into the office. At what like time 10, you guys wake 10, up? 10 a.m. <laughs> I thought you yeah, guys yeah, stay yeah. up all night working on this stuff. The tech, yeah, they yeah, do for sure. For that's sure. what I mean. You guys it's are rolling in when they're rolling out. It, it's, that's, it, it that's is, the problem. It's morning <laughs> that's people and night these people. Two industries, 100. Sure. So you, you get texts in the yeah. middle of the night, and then you're sending texts early Weekends, in the morning, yeah. and nobody's communicating at these that point. These guys, 100. It's literally. They want to go into. They want to go into a deep session at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my brain's fried. Tapping out, man. I know it. My brain. Just got started at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's good. We're not all, uh, you know, over specialized or anything in, in one area. Like, I think it's pretty awesome, actually. Like, when it, when it, when do you really see that much diversity in in a company? You know, it's, it's pretty cool. It's very rare to see it at that point, right? Yeah. Like, you don't see it all the time. I want to figure out. We're going to talk about an app. You guys called it Phil. Yep. Get right. Phil. Is it Get Phil or Phil? Just Phil. Phil, right? Yep. And so. First off, why the name Phil? Well, obviously, the reason. Uh, it started around Excess Phil, right? So Excess Phil, so yeah, F-I-L-L. Yeah. And then uh, the idea was here, design, creative content. Pastor Brian, he came up with the, with the name Phil. Yeah, it was just like, you know, we've been talking about... Um, you know, our, our target user, like they used, they're used to having a guy... So, oh, yeah, I've, I've got That's a bunch of dirt that needs to move. Oh, call my guy, yeah. whoever it is. And I'm like, we're going to make a new guy uh, to replace their old guy because they like dealing with a person. We'll make it about like a, a person. I, I don't even know if there's a I, I don't know if Phil in construction, like a person Phil. Yeah. You, you guys are the first Phil <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah. now in construction. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But I personally don't. I'm sure there's some Phil's out there. There's got to be some Phil's in construction. And but. part of it is like our we wanted it to have a sense of humor, right? Totally. Like any other tech uh, construction companies that we've seen, they kind of take themselves. I'm still smelling a bit. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's Phil. Uh, they kind of take themselves a bit too seriously, like enterprise software. And we were like, it needs to be fun. It needs to be simple. And, uh, a kind of a little bit lighthearted, right? Because people don't want apps. 
in this industry. Uh, so that's a unless huge it's on a two by four or something like that, and you can they kind of touch screen two by four. That's yeah. basically <laughs> the extent of what we want. You know how it is, right? Hundred percent. Totally how it is. As right? a designer, this is like a huge challenge. Is like how do you design apps for people who are not used to using apps and usually like straight up don't want apps, right? So it has that's to be so truth. overwhelmingly easy and valuable. So it's a huge we're, design challenge. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I haven't even introduced any of you gentlemen. So I'm really yeah. sorry about this. So Mike, you guys want to introduce yourselves yeah, to everybody yeah, no. that's listening? No, 100%. Uh, so my name's Mike Rice, one of the three co-founders here with, with Matt and Brian. You started the ball rolling. So Technically I did, or no? Yeah, well, yeah, from, from an idea standpoint, for sure. And then, uh, you know, how, how the three of us came together was uh, Brian, who Brian and I have known each other for, of 10 years now okay and and in fact now we're brother-in-laws somebody so, married and somebody okay all yeah. right yeah yeah he so, married my sister got it that's right, that's right. <laughs> it's very so, funny because we but we incorporated before they were married <laughs> so you guys got funny. married before that we okay. truly got married before <laughs> yeah uh, he married my sister yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so uh so so how we got rolling on this idea was uh brian actually it's kind of a funny story brian reached out to me probably about four years ago and invited me up to his cottage for a guys weekend. He said, there's going to be seven, eight guys coming. No go, phones. You know, but the, but the deal is, <laughs> yeah, 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 no phones for party. It was no. a different weekend. No, he goes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, the, he said, but the deal is, you got to come with a startup idea. You got to come with a business pitch. Oh, you yeah. got 10 minutes, deck, everything, the full deal, and everybody's going to run through, run through their business pitches, and then, you know, we'll see what the boys brainstorm. And I was thinking, yeah. like, that's super cool. Like, 100%. I mean, that's super done, cool. Right? Yeah. Um, it was maybe a month later I reached out to him and I told him, I said, Brian, I got the idea. Cancel the weekend. Yeah, we got to cancel the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> cancel the weekend. So, so we did. We got together. And then, uh, you know, we spent a month going back and forth on it. Next thing you know, Brian brought in Matt. And, uh, and that to today was about, was about three years ago. A lot of work, huh? Yeah. So much work. Yeah. And then, Matt, your official title? Yep. Uh, so, uh, Chief Technology Officer. <laughs> Probably a little too fancy for a company at this stage, but um, but yeah. So basically, uh, anything technology related. If there's a bug, it's my my fault. <laughs> you but created the bug, and you exactly. fix the bug. Yeah. So I fix everything. I build everything uh, with a team, of course, and uh, yeah. And Brian. Yeah, uh, I'd just say design because it kind of covers pretty much everything. Like anything you can see, I did it. Anything you can't see, Matt did it. It's all like kind of behind, <laughs> behind the scenes. So, yeah, I, I do all the like branding. So when you see like the, the uh, what the marketing and stuff looks like yep. um, and all of the app design, so all of the UX okay. and all the copywriting and all, everything, all that stuff I do. So. Is it, but that's not your, you, for you guys, it's not your first app, right? Or no, so no. the reason I was doing that app weekend and I'd invited Mike is I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. I'd sold my previous app and... I'd taken some time off. I promised my wife I would take some time off. And that was a lie. And then basically as soon it's as recorded Mike, now, uh, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as Mike, you know, ca- you know, came back to me and said cancel the uh the Dragon's Den weekend, basically, uh, you know. So it was only the one idea came right to the top. Yes. Basically it. There's some back pocket ideas still floating around, but this was the winner by far. So So I'm curious to ask you gentlemen, what do you guys think about the construction industry? And then obviously Mike what do you think of the technical? Because I do agree these need to get married. There's yeah, got to be a Tinder 100%. relationship going on here Absolutely. for construction and technology. And I'm seeing it with the younger trades. The younger trades are embracing it. But I yep. think that there is a lot of noise out there. That's the problem is that you're getting bombarded with so much tech and you're wondering where do I park my car behind, right? 
So what do you guys think of construction? I mean, Brian said it pretty well in the beginning is like, uh, you know, things got to be super simple because, you know, they're not used to a ton of technology. And so, you know, I, I do support phone calls all the time where people are having issues and we learn from that every time we always like, all right, we had this issue and we solved it, but like next time, how can we fix that? Like, let's make this a little bit easier because they're used to things that are a little more tactile, right? So how can we get as close to that tactile experience as possible without adding overhead to what they're doing, make their it's jobs actually, more complicated? You know, when you're starting a company, you know, uh, don't have like a support person at this stage. Like we need to hear from the user. I need to hear what's going wrong. Because every every time there's a there's a problem with the app, it's probably a design thing that I need to fix. Okay. So when people are like, "Hey, you know, I can't uh, figure out how to sign in," you know, that's something that I take away, and I'm like, "Okay, I got to make it easier in the designs for people to you know to get past to get a specific problem." But you so, want these mistakes to come at so you. So these are these are not text. These are not their. This isn't their problem. This is my problem. Okay. Right. So Matt, when when people have a uh, a question or they come on our our support page or call us it's us that pick the phone up because we need to know what like if this is an opportunity to make the product better like we're always doing it we ship a new version of the app every two weeks right so we're always we're always fixing up stuff it's getting better all the time right people are probably annoyed with us because every time they go to open the app it says you need to update it but I mean, they're getting that's new, the they're getting new free software all the time. Well, yeah. yeah, thankfully the phones are smart enough just to update themselves. That's now, right, right? Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, which is great. And then Mike, on your end, looking at, like it's true what you said at the very beginning. You have a guy. We have a guy that can go get the fill, right? Can go yeah. get this. What do we have, yeah. we have to take care of? How did you see translating that guy in reality to a digital component? So I've been in the civil construction world for, you know, I've been hands-on in the industry for over 10 years now. And, uh, and I've preached, you know, how archaic a lot of the processes are in civil construction. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so much room for improvement. And I don't think people realize, unless you're in, in the industry, how expensive civil construction is. Right? Like you're talking big dollars. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just said it younger or sorry smaller trades are starting to embrace technology and roll it out because they see the efficiencies that you know the intent of technology is supposed to drive um i think one of the problems with civil construction is you don't have many young entrepreneurs getting into because it's so capital intensive they can't right that's one of the biggest roadblocks and you got organizations larger organizations that you know they struggle with with understanding the technology understanding the capabilities of it and uh and then ultimately going through the painful process of of rolling it out um so you know th- but in general though the, the tech world is it's a it's a totally different beast mm-hmm. and you guys probably know the tech more than i do yeah like i mean i've got my apps that i use and that i enjoy yeah but there are a lot of apps and i'm just trying to figure out based on your r&d at what point do people users give up on the app? And I'm just assuming that's multiplied it's tenfold like in construction. A couple seconds, oh, right? For if sure. someone comes to your that app, really that quick, yeah, huh? For sure. Wow. You have like a couple yeah. seconds. There's but a couple. Little... There's there's actually like a couple things we've had to implement to deal with that issue. So like yeah. the first thing is like you launch the app. The first thing you see is the map. You see all the listings. You see all the reuse sites. It's just like oh, it's just like this magical moment. Like I can see everything on the map. So we're not like burdening them with like oh, sign up yeah. and fill out this giant form. Um, we can deal with all that later. It's just like let's show you the magic. If that was the case. Some that, that's apps, the end. <laughs> some sure. apps. Some apps in this space. Not to name any names, but you go to their website and 
there is no get started button. There's talk to our sales team button. Wow. So you click on that and you have to book a meeting or a demo and then you get the whole song and dance with the sales team. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll give you this price uh, for our software. And, and, and you know that you're not getting the same price as everyone else who uses this app. And with us, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have a, a marketing website. You go to the website, it is the app. You're, you're immediately in like Google Maps. Yeah. You know, there's no marketing website for yeah. Google Maps when you go to it. You just it's go just right there. into it. We know it. There it is. It's, yeah. it's open. Um, so you go right in. We don't ask anything from you. We immediately show you all the listings completely for free. Um, and then it's only when you click on a listing and you want to view more details that we're like, hey, we need your email address. Um, but you're but starting to you. communicate with yeah, them, right? For sure. And all we're asking for is the email just so like we can protect our, the website and protect this person's information so you're not just scooping it up. Uh, and then it's still completely free. And then, you know, uh, we don't even ask for a password, right? We, this is how easy we're trying to make things. We, we have a system that's called Magic Links. We won't, we'll, we'll keep the tech stuff down. Uh, we won't yeah. get too I next. was just about to say, because right now, I yeah. I mean, we've been into it's, it's it already. System. I just want to let people know that they're listening. This is about moving Earth. <laughs> like, this is yeah, about... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, more than we'll just moving pictures. Earth, right? This, there's a lot more than just moving Earth. We, we want to be like, you know, the Microsoft Office of Dirt, right? So we have this hub and spoke model for our app, which is like we have this marketplace that's in the middle. Yeah. And then we're building all of these other things around this marketplace, we have like a, a load tracking app as well that we that's perfectly integrated. But at the core of it is this marketplace. Yeah. Because that's the real thing that we're we're solving, right? It's like a social network or a but then website. Manny, like you said, in regards to the marketplace, I mean, we're talking excess soils, dirt. We're also talking Aggregates. Concrete, asphalt, yeah, recyclable Ash materials, Snow. like everything across the <laughs> Anything board. that's got to get moved that's bigger than a shovel, that's right. yeah. you guys are handling it, right? When, when you see dump trucks, thousands of them every day zipping around the highways, live bottoms, any sort of tractor trailers, what they're hauling is, is what we're after. What's the old way or the current way that it's done? <laughs> What's the archaic way the that archaic it's done? Way, that's the way. Like how is, is it literally phone calls and just what time are you going to show there, up here? There's only one way, and mm. that is scrolling through your phone, calling all your contacts. You know, Binoculars. I guess the, only, the, the other way is you hop in your pickup and you grab a coffee and you drive around and you follow dump trucks. You look for construction sites, you see who it is, you try and call them. Like it's painful. You right? wouldn't it believe how much money trades hands from like just text messages and like handshake deals and just walking around and um but no it doesn't matter who you are there's no way that you know every construction company you can't no it's this impossible oh, thing so people used to or they some people still do they they have like a guy who has a private network of sites and then they'll say oh i'll call my guy and then one of these guys these brokers will you know basically match make you with, with someone else and we're like okay we can yeah we can reproduce this entire thing with code basically. and it, it levels the Automated. playing field like the same way the not to compare ourselves to the birth of the internet and the way that leveled the information <laughs> playing field it levels the playing field for construction companies like smaller ones they're able to actually have all the information like oh i can see all these reuse sites instead of having to go to the traditional like go drop it at a site that's going to charge them insane fees because that's the most well-known site to, to drop off material. They can see all the sites, see all the deals that are available to them. So you guys are already building all of that. Like that's happening. Mostly right? built. Yeah. yeah. So the vast majority built. So when we, sorry, Brian, when, when we, uh, when we actually launched the app, like we had preloaded 
almost a thousand facilities. And so when we say facilities, I mean like fixed locations. So not construction sites that are exporting or importing specific materials, fixed locations that are there. And, and for the most part, have been there for a while and will be there for the future. Concrete plants, asphalt plants, uh, quarries, liquid waste recycling facilities, uh, dirt recycling. Well, that facilities. took a week or two for you guys to do. So long. Six, <laughs> it was six, six months. And then we, we mapped out, you know, we estimated what they import, what, what they export, oh. uh, exactly where they are, uh, you know, the companies, the company email domain. So Did they know what you guys were talking about when you no. started? They didn't know, right? It no, was almost it was speaking totally a different language. <laughs> it had to have been. Some right? people got it very early, though. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a couple of very outstanding companies that. Have yeah. Done. And now what's the network like now? Is it, it's grown? 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. So, so when we, when we first launched with these facilities, we associated email domains with them, so then that way somebody from that company, when they sign in with a matching email domain, they automatically claim the facility. When they claim it, yeah, yeah, like that, 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 yeah for sure, yeah. easy, right? So when they claim it, then they can start to edit what they import and they export. Um, and so that was a very seamless process. Since then, we've had tons of new facilities onboarded. Yeah. And then obviously construction sites. Like, we got a, a thousand sites uh, across Ontario now. So um, wow. if you remember the early days of Google Maps, we mm -hmm. draw a lot of inspiration from it. So when you look at our products, they all look like apps that you already know, right? If you know how to use Google Maps, you know how to use our map. Same with our chat program that we built. And same with, you know, uh, like most, most of the stuff we're trying to copy. Other, yeah. other patterns, you call them yeah. UX design. It works. It makes sense. Sure, there's Apply nothing to, to relearn. It's like everything's in the same place, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, in the early days of Google Maps, you had to claim your business listing. So you would go in and you'd be like, yeah, that's my my yoga studio. You'd click claim this business and then they would mail you a postcard with like a pin code on it. And then you had to go and enter the pin code and that's how you claimed your business on Google okay. Maps. Got it. So what we're just saying is like we built a system that instead of mailing people postcards to claim their yoga studio, we could, you could be the president of a concrete company, sign into our app and you could claim 70 facilities in one second. And then instantly be able yeah. to enrich all of those facilities. So these people claim they, you know, their entire network of businesses, and then they can enrich the data. So some listings you'll see on our platform have like just basic contact info, or basic material info, and then some what we can show like really big uh, companies. They have every single material that they sell in exactly the the weights that they sell it by, and exactly the price that they're offering. And then they even go in every day and they'll say. Yeah, where this is available today, this isn't available today. So, you know, you guys are notifying your users on a on a morning basis, right? Uh, or that's for matches. Okay. So All that's right. that's our primary feature of the marketplace is matchmaking. So you know, um, Mike has a really good way of putting it, but which is which this is kind of what sold me on on the app. This is the elevator pitch for our app, <laughs> basically. You know, every construction site has the wrong amount of dirt. They have either too much or, or not enough. It's true. Every construction site you've ever drove, driven past has it's the wrong very amount. True. They need it or they 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 got too much. Yeah. And we connect people who have too much with people that don't have enough. At any given time, sorry, what were you? No, I was just going to say it's one hundred percent right. There isn't a site that doesn't need to import or export materials. But in addition to the dirt, I mean, after that, what's once the dirt's done, what's coming in next? Yeah, you're, you're hauling in gravel. Yeah, I, right. All your aggregates, everything else all that you need to replace it with. I, I, I talked to a, a senior engineer from a huge home building company, and he said that they would tell the engineers it's such a huge problem to get rid of the dirt or to bring it in that they would tell their engineers, you need to design this whole 
housing development so that no dirt has to come in or out. So it was this enormous design challenge just to keep it, it, Is that it, possible? It one to one. No, possible. he said it was it's a impossible. huge, huge headache <laughs> to do. So, you know, I'm not a home builder, you know, but, yeah. you know, his, his head was in his hands when I told him about how easy we were making this for people to just get matched up and, and connect dirt with. Do you guys know offhand, I'm just curious, at any given time in the greater Toronto area, how many trucks are moving around the city? So I have no idea. A lot. So in, uh, I think it was two years ago, the Ministry of Environment, uh, they estimated that there is 25 million cubic meters uh, being moved within Ontario, or maybe it was GTA, on an annual basis, 25 million cubic meters. Now, we know, and, and it's kind of funny because they're, they're saying this you know, without really any market data. I mean, they, they have an idea. Where do they get the number from then? Yeah, well, that, you know. that's a good question. Did they pull a rabbit out yeah. first and then get the number? Well, I don't know. It's, that's a very good question. <laughs> but, but we know now with what we have on the marketplace, like there's, there's double that. There's 50 million cubes being moved on an annual basis. If not, I would say com- with confidence, there's even more than and that. 25 wow. million cubes is enough to fill the Sky Dome. I'm never going to call it the Rogers Center. No, no, no. I, we're all old enough to call it Sky Dome. It's I'm enough to, to fill the Sky Dome 16 times a year. It's so much dirt. Uh, a that's year. Just, that's just from the GTA. That's yeah. just, and, and a lot of it is like real contaminated. So they have to be, it has to be like treated properly, uh, disposed of properly. So it's a huge, that's part of what got me interested in this is just like how big of a problem this is. Our, our previous environment minister, not the current one, previous, maybe two years ago, uh, said that this was the biggest environmental problem and economic problem in Ontario. This is all over GTA? It's all over uh, Ontario, yeah. Like, this is an enormous problem is where does the dirt go uh, and how does it... No, no, I was actually uh, wondering about the contaminated dirt. Oh, yeah, like, there's many different receiving different facilities okay, that yeah. are in, and, like, testing, and there's there's a lot of regulation. It's a heavily regulated uh, industry, and that's part of the value we bring is, you know, from day one, we designed it with uh, an amazing engineering firm, GEI, um, and they made sure that when someone creates a listing on fill, it is... If you fill everything out, you are in compliance. You, you've captured everything that you need in order to adhere to Ontario's soil regulations, right? It's kind of like, how do I do my taxes? Oh, just go sign up for QuickBooks, There's fill it out, and you're doing your taxes, do it. Yeah, right? Exactly. So it's basically dirt taxes. I want to share something different with you guys. I think this is such a good idea. I wanted to have them on the show. Do you guys work in civil construction? You're overpaying on haulage materials and dump fees too? Are you tired of chasing down sites on the phone, overpaying brokers? You should meet a new guy named Phil. That's with a P. He's actually an app, a free construction marketplace with other tools like load tracking and reports. Create your listing in two minutes. Phil will match you down to the soil table. You can even track your loads once you are ready to haul. No contracts or sales calls. It's booming too. Over 200 million bucks worth of tipping fees and other material like concrete rubble have been listed since 2022. You can sign up for free on the website at www.getfill.app. That's www.getfill.app. You can also search Phil in the App Store. Uh, okay, so I, I love that you guys have basically started this whole show talking about how simple it is to set it up, right? So yeah, do we want to? Do we want to? Yeah, we want to walk yeah, through and just explain it? how simple it is, is to like walk through, right? Of, shot of our, uh, our team shot here. We can see we have got other people uh, on the team. So the three co-founders, and then you know Stephen and. and uh, Conrad and Leanne couldn't be with us here today, but uh, um, 
this is really the main thing. I could just like show the app. You want to show it? Whatever works for you guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we yeah. want people to n go to. I mean, obviously, you can go to the app yeah. store and it's it it's getfill, right? So getfill.app. Get, getfill.app yeah. is the web app. Yeah. We have a marketing website as well. If you want to see it, it's go.getfill.app. Um, but this is these are all real listings. So when we zoom out, there's Ontario. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> light stars at or Holy, uh, it's like know, a night view of Ontario. Yeah, it is. And these are all real listings that are on uh, on the map, right? So you can search by location, same as Google. You can you can filter by you know what kind of listing it is if it's an import or export listing. So if you're just looking for a disposal facility for asphalt grindings, you can just go disposal facility. This is pure genius. I know I told you this on the phone, yeah. man. This is pure genius, man. Yeah, it's very kind. Like, or like recycled concrete, concrete, whatever, and then you just filter it all the way down. So we have. And, and most of these are not in Google at all, right? So we, we already, even if you come to our site and you're like, I don't care about getting matched with another site, we have the biggest listing of facilities in Ontario for sure. See, the so, funny thing is 100%. So when you, if you Google Stone Depot, you know, your first hit's going to be Home Depot, maybe Lowe's because they sell bags of gravel. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's nowhere, wow. there's nowhere to go. And it's, I think people, people would be shocked to see how many there are. Like they're everywhere. They're scattered all over the place. We just don't know about it. Yeah, so we don't know about it, or, or people have their you know specific sources guy. they go to yeah. and and whatever. But the I don't case care is. who you are; you don't know every business in every township. Not a chance. So, like, if you're doing a project in Guelph and you've never been there before, or this is a new thing, you can just go to Guelph on the map and you can see you know how is it up north? Every, everyone, uh, it's is a little it bit more sparse for sure. Okay, the, the heavy demand is in the GTA. But I just know a lot of contractors are going up that way, and yeah, we there's a lot, a lot of yeah. work going on up there. Like, it really is sort of you know where things start to get sparse, but. You know, you zoom in. There's some, got some nice, there's some nice. So sorry, with the there. difference between the blue and the green ones. Oh yeah. So when you look at the pins, um, green. I'll zoom in here. So you can tell I'm I'm a contractor, sure, not a tech mouse. guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So green arrow up is a site that's generating. Got it. So arrow now arrow going okay. out. Okay. So you can see here um, a little bit of an older listing, but you know this site is a smaller one. They got 30 loads of topsoil going out. Uh, you know, there's there's another one. Uh, How good are so the estimates? Like when you guys are saying 30 loads of, of topsoil going out, that's an estimate of what's on earth, right? Like what's... People to refine them, right? So just, you know, you can update your listing at any time. So a lot of people will make a listing for a huge amount. And then as it gets spoken for, they'll, they'll whittle the, the number down. Um, so yeah, th yeah, th there's a... As I zoom around. Sorry, no, I, I think I asked you something you were answering no, and then I interrupted okay. you. And then no, no, no. I think Mike was going to say, I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm just, I'm still dumbfounded how simple <laughs> this is and how this is so useful now. So yeah, yeah. in regards to making it simple, like just jump back to, to the icons. Like there, there are three icons, right? Green arrow pointing up yeah. represents an export site, whether it's an active construction site, it's an active facility. Somebody is, is, is looking to export a material. Blue arrow, uh, blue arrow pointing down is the opposite. It's an import site. And then uh, an icon with, with two arrows, one pointing up, one pointing down, means it does both. So that could be a, uh, a, a stone depot that exports limestone and recycled lime, uh, recycled concrete, but then also imports concrete rubble f with the active wow. reprocessing. So here's so. a pretty nice listing. So I was just clicking randomly. Ajax, this guy, uh, RG Peel Construction. Sorry, I'm named her. Giving you a shout out on. <laughs> Thank you for creating a listing. Sixteen thousand loads of dirt at a hundred bucks a load. They're importing wow. in Ajax. Stay closer to the mic. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can see they created it seventy-one days ago. So once they claimed it, they set it up. 
It's there. Uh, so this is, would have been created from scratch. Yeah. So they don't have to claim these listings. They just click on add a new listing here. They picked create a, a, an import listing. And then they filled out the paperwork. They put in their address and everything. And, uh, and then it pops up. Like you can create it uh, instantly, right? So you can create a listing. The same. It, it takes the same amount of time as like a Kijiji post. is photo, couple details. Put your soil report in if you got it. So I got, I got, got a question. I guess it's mostly designed for large halls dump, right? But we, it, can it be designed for smaller halls? We have a lot of small yeah. ones. So as oh, I was clicking sure. around, there was one for like 10 loads of dirt. So there's okay. smaller guys using it. Um, we got a mix of both. I mean, we're, we're going from mix. 10, say 100 cubes to we've got a bunch of sites that are that are importing million million cubic meters. So yeah, this guy's kind of across the gravel board. pits for like a million loads and yeah. they're pretty, some pretty wild ones. So we have over 200 million bucks worth of material listed on the platform today, uh, 120 million this year. So there's a lot of, you know, in, in the banking industry, you call it assets under management. This is dirt under management, dumb, D-U-M. Uh, <laughs> not our A-U-M, it's our D-U-M. But yeah, we have uh, 200 million bucks worth of material that's been listed in the last two years. And so this is just on Ontario. A lot of dirt. Just the just GTA. Just the GTA. So you're talking about 17 cities. GTA right? down to, yeah, Kitchener, Waterloo. And then I can only assume that area. this is going to expand. and That's probably the biggest opportunity for us is just we can copy and paste to, to other cities. The, the West Coast. Or Quebec is a little bit more challenging. But, uh, Why does everybody say states? that? <laughs> say that Quebec's a little more Data, challenging. Data, privacy and stuff. There's so many things that are just like really over the top, difficult. To, they have, I think the main thing is they have their own... Uh, load tracking software that's mandated by the government in Quebec. So we, ha we have a load tracking app as well that we can get into, you know, which is like, like I was saying, this is the marketplace. This is completely free. And then, you know, the, the way that we make money is we run ads, yeah. which you saw. We're going to have like um, Kijiji upgrades. So if you want to promote your listing, you want to do stuff like that. And, and then we have a load tracking service as well. Um, that's 50 cents a load for, for tracking, which is pretty fair. But the system that they use in Quebec is is how much? Fifty dollars, forty dollars a load 20, or something. Twenty. Twenty dollars a load. Twenty dollars per load, mandated by the government. So the government has mandated their own app in Quebec. That's twenty dollars a load. Ours is fifty cents a load. So it's, and that's what we need to keep the lights on. But <laughs> it doesn't actually make that doesn't get you anything. That's just for the software ticket price, just to use their app. It so just sounds so useful. It's kind of wild. Makes me want to move to Quebec. It yeah, just mm -hmm. makes so a lot of sense. That's part of the reason we're not that interested in Quebec is. There's other provinces. Someone might come to our house or something. <laughs> well, I, uh, listen, I've, I've recorded shows in Quebec, and I've had plenty of Quebec contractors on the show, and they say the same thing. They just, it's part of the, it's part of contracting. It's part of construction. That's all it is. Pretty they wild. Just go with it, right? So so, so that's, that's really the marketplace um, that's here. So, yeah, and then by popular demand, a lot of people asked us to build a load tracking app. Yep. Um, so by, by law, every load of dirt in Ontario has to be tracked. Yeah, we have um, to know where it's coming from. We have to know where it's going. It's yep. not like we're building the Olympic the, uh, Stadium in Montreal or anything like that. No, sure. we have to know exactly what's going on there. For sure. Right? It's a little jab at Quebec there sometimes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean. But that's smart that you guys can do that. So then we actually know, right? I mean, and, and you should know. You when think you're building a new structure, you totally should know. But because we already know, because you already have an account in our marketplace. Yeah. And you've put your sites in. It's so easy for you to just say, okay, add load tracking to those sites. So you've already got the material, the dates, the you know everything that's available. So it's really easy for us to just layer on more and more features uh, on top of that. So you've, you you come to the website, 
you make a listing, we automatically match you with someone else. You can chat with them in the app. You can make an offer. You can agree on your offer and then you can turn that offer into tracked loads. Wow. And then it's just like an end, 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 end. It's totally seamless. And it's completely free up until the first truck leaves. And then it's only 50 cents a load, which is like nothing. The, the truck idles for five seconds and on its way out the door and that's 50 cents worth that's of gas, insane, right? So, man. Yeah, so it, it, it's crazy how much heartburn we've gotten over the 50 cent from some people, which is kind of nuts. It's literally cheaper than carbon paper. Like guys use the three ply paper yeah, yeah, to write receipts. They're still doing Our that. system is cheaper than ordering pads of that paper. They're, they're still per, doing it? Per print. Per print. Yeah, per print. I know. I bet you 95% <laughs> of the industry great. that's hauling dirt here are handwriting tickets. It's all right? handwritten, man. Oh, yeah, they all got the thumbprints like for it. Like all the, yeah, that's what they'll do, right? So so in addition to tracking, within the, the new Solreg amendment that rolled out this year, January 23, Another addition to that was, uh, or, or in the in the in the new regs was um, that drivers need to have a bill of lading, so they need a bill of lading in the truck when they're carrying exosol, and, yeah. and that bill of lading is going to show, you know, where the dirt was originated, where its destination, time table, all the details, and, and who the driver is. So what we we built in the app in our in our tracking function, all we require is the driver's first and last name, the license plate of the truck, which is required in the bill of lading, and their cell number, and as soon as the exporting site clicks to to send off that truck and put it in transit driver gets a text message from phil with a link says, hey, in the event he ever needs safe. his bill of lading <laughs> it's there so he's got it in his pocket so the driver's covered but the driver doesn't actually have to do anything yeah and and, and he just that, does his job he doesn't need he just hardware. does his job and, and he needs to have a cell phone and we send him a text but that's that's one of the big things one of he, our competitors makes they they <laughs> they make it so that the driver has to install their app on their phone to run that's not gonna so happen. you have the driver's phone on the hot dashboard of the car running the app and it's pulling his location of his person like potentially personal cell phone that's on the dash and it's like that's a consumer device it's not meant it isn't dedicated gps hardware it's literally going to blow up like the battery will swell and explode um that's just like a dead in the water. You can't ask drivers to do that. That's an invasion of their privacy. They won't do and, it. And well, system, they won't do right? it. So. They won't do it. But the other thing is too. I mean, when you're you have got a big export going, you got forty trucks on a site. You could easily have twenty different trucks on, yeah. on Wednesday than you did Tuesday. So every exactly. morning you're gonna get everybody down. Like it's it's never gonna happen. So we can so show you we, how easy. We made that important to to just avoid it. So seamless. So we were, we were showing you is, was the map right? These are all marketplace listings. You connect and save money. You once you connect with someone, you turn it into load tracking. It's like all totally seamless. But then you get this sort of like uh, driver navigation kind of view of like, here are all of your connections. So like, you know, my, uh, this is uh, using Mike's company as an example. Um, this is a real uh, haul that's going on. So you can see here are your sites that are moving dirt. You can click on this one. You can see, uh, you know, this is a hauling approval, mm -hmm. 1,489 of 2,500 loads of move. It's just a progress bar, right? So but Brian, the way that guys do it. They're literally just following. It's literally so a progress bar. Brian, do the, the soil export. We're active right now. Yeah, so if, if you, you click. Oh, uh, the soil right export? There. Yeah, okay, so yeah, here's yeah. another one. So, But you can see, okay, look, the way that guys do it with paper tickets is like you have these tickets and then you have to reconcile. It's crazy. We're doing a progress bar. Got to unfold and, and it some, and it Some out. other apps, they, they allow you to take a photo of your paper ticket and That's now you work. and now you have a digital backup of a, work, yeah. of a paper backup so we just literally leapfrog the whole thing and we're like how about no tickets we're just going to do a progress bar 
Are you you getting that right? Yeah. Okay. And so these are real <laughs> trucks that are driving right now. So these are uh, this. You can see these ones that are yellow are expected soon. So can you guys send the, like the drivers like little messages going? I see you. I see yeah. you. So you got <laughs> there. You got there. You can message right there. Or you can call. There's the driver who's driving. Um, maybe blur that out, but uh, <laughs> you can see. Yeah, for sure. So this is going to. You can take photos of the truck when it's when it's going or arriving. So it's like Amazon. It'll show you what the truck looks like. So if you're receiving the truck, Holy you can see, oh, here's man. what, here's the color of the truck. You know, truck 22 is coming, uh, and then you can um, mark it as received or, or whatever. But so if you're whoever's sitting on the site receiving trucks, they would see what I'm seeing right now, which is like, oh, okay, yeah, what's that truck coming through? Okay, truck 109. Okay, receive the truck. Receive the truck. It's super easy, Holy and it's cow. no driver involvement. They don't have to run hardware. They don't. They're have just to do doing anything. their. They're just doing their job. Their livelihood. That's what they're doing. Right. And then Big Brother, I guess, is just following along, which is Phil, right? The Big Brother Phil. Yeah, but we're not right. pull, we're not tracking their location whatsoever. It's we have an algorithmic way that we're that we're calculating when they're expected to but you arrive. know when they left, when they're expected to arrive, and when know, they do arrive. And we know how long that took every other truck to do the exact same route. So the more trucks drive the route and basically plus the traffic conditions, we know exactly when the truck's coming. So people are spending tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on tracking apps and, and dedicated GPS hardware. It does other stuff like it'll tell you your fuel consumption. Or does it help codes, with but navigating we're doing it for basically zero Toronto? cost. Will you guys do that on the app or no? Navigations? No, that's, that's too that's, tough. That's yeah. impossible to navigate we, in Toronto. We explicitly, <laughs> yeah, create that app. We explicitly say this is not uh, turn-by-turn navigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but these trucks are being received as we're watching. So it's all live. This isn't like a website where you have to like refresh... Uh, to, to see what's yeah, going so, on. Yeah, so what you see... There you go, that truck was just oh yeah, received. Oh, yeah, so there, that, that uh, expected to truck was just received. So above this, you see a summary <clears throat> of what's happening on this job, right? So there's there's 19 trucks uh, that I have been it, registered yeah, today. Loads, 20, yeah, They've done 122 loads so far. And you even average, average round, round trip. 135, right. 139, exactly. The coolest thing, and this is sounds this is kind of lame, but I think this is oh, this, really cool. This is so cool. Is... If, if someone calls you or the municipality is like, hey, I need to see what's going on at your site or, or whatever, it's so easy to pull a report. There's literally a download button at the top. You press download. And it's you, generating and it as you guys are doing it. It's always it. live and it's always cloud-based. So you could have 100 people at your company that have the same view as this. And then you just say, okay, yeah, I want reports from these two sites, request, and that's it. And you get an Excel file in your email and you have everything that you would ever need to know. Yeah. And and even those trucks. the 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 biggest advantage of these is you know you got a ton of brokers moving dirt on, on one of your projects they're going to invoice you with their and they're going to have their all their tickets stapled in behind their invoice you got to reconcile that invoice yeah which means mm -hmm. without doing a, a process like this you're relying on your foreman to take their pink slips yep. of the three carbon ply not let it go through the dishwasher and somehow or the, the washing, <laughs> yeah. washing machine and then and then yep. get it and get it to the office that's how you reconcile we've yeah. created a single so source is, of truth. So it, it, it cuts that whole th that whole process out. So my question to you guys is, okay, can you make it easier? Yes. So <laughs> right here, you can see, um, we, I, have, I have this whole deck we haven't even touched. But I, I'll, I'll zip ahead through here. But like... What generation are you guys? Like, what, what version are you guys on right now? Um, like I said, every two weeks, there's... Every there's two weeks, one, so wow. there's so many, too many to count. This is what's launching in like two days. Um, we're doing haul sharing. So what we showed you right now is like point A, point B. Point B. You're sending a truck from here to there, and really, those are the only two people that can really view uh, view what's happening. Yes, it's true. You can invite other third parties, 
you know, to join your company to view it, but that wasn't really the ideal solution. So we're launching a system we're calling hall sharing. So basically each hall is like a Google document and you can invite as many people as you want and give them all different permissions. So you could say, uh, I want to invite the haulage company to view it so they can pull reports for their own billing. I want to invite my engineering company and give them edit access. So I, cause I trust my engineering firm. They can change anything they want about the hall uh, that's, that's currently active. You know, the landowner, the developer, uh, you know, can be invited and they can pull reports. They don't have to bug me for reports. They can just pull them whenever they want. Um, and, you know, haulage company, municipality, if the municipality wants to keep tabs on your site, you can just invite them and give them view-only access. Uh, Which a lot of the time, yeah. you don't have an option in that, right? The municipality yeah, has eyes on what's going too, on. Right? For sure. what do you want? Totally. Do you want them to call you or do you want them to just give what they need? They're going to be they upset. You're it. making their jobs a lot easier, right? For sure. Um, and then, you know, labor company, you can just give them handle only permission so they can they can just handle receiving or sending trucks and that's on the app right now this is launching in like two days on two days um and this is completely this is included in in the 50 cent charge so we're releasing stuff all the time and we're not charging anymore <laughs> it almost feels like fills and pesos or something like that <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so cheap I'm, I, am i saying is it just but if you use it it, it truly is getting better every yeah. two weeks we're just always releasing new stuff and not charging uh, anymore for it but but it really it's because the marketplace is so valuable there's so many people coming in and creating accounts and spending time in there. Um, and I can give you a good stat. So I, I'll, I'll I'm zoom, just curious. I'll, yeah. And I'll I mean, zoom up. We had some pride stats to go through here. Um, so that's basically just to recap. We got the marketplace. That's our main feature. The second bit feature is we have the biggest database of businesses for sure. Um, and then a lot of them have live chat now. So um, I know uh, this big construction uh, or big, uh, hey, big construction company, company in, yeah. in Toronto. When you yeah. click on their listings, uh, they have a live chat that we built for them. Okay. So you can chat with them in the app. So you don't even have to call them. Because uh, they've got so many loads moving at any given they time. They just didn't want to. They just wanted to get off the phone. Well, and they, they, they understood. They're like, yeah. live chat. We didn't charge them anything for it. It's totally free. Wow. Um, and then it's the load tracking we just talk, talked about. Um, so, yeah, we, we've had 882 companies sign up in two years. Um, That's a lot. And there are some really big companies for sure. Um, and the craziest stat, and this is like clip it, clip the stat. So in, when you, um, when you design apps, you have what are called active users, right? It doesn't matter how many users you have really. So if someone's like, it's Oh yeah, I made it. an app and I got a thousand users. It's like, okay, how many are active? Yeah. How many are coming there every day, week or month? So we have 882, uh, companies, total companies, 850 of them are monthly active. So it's over 96% something. Because they see the value, right? But it's, yeah, they're in there every month making those. So I'm assuming there isn't much of an adoption period here. Like once they try it, they do it, they get it. Yeah. And they use it. So a lot of, you know, there's a lot of name dropping on this slide, but like um, some of these companies have like 50 users. Some of them have 20 users. Some of them have two. So, you know, every day, you know, it's my favorite part of the day is like seeing new people who have signed up. came up, Oh my God, these guys signed up? But I guess right now, the first thing I do in the morning, I look at the. It's all word of mouth right now. It's just through the network of construction right right now, right? This is the first interview we've ever done. Yeah. So feel good. Yeah. But But yeah, that 800, that is anyone anyone who's in the app world and just heard me say we have like over 90% active users. Yeah, I was about 90%. Probably doesn't believe me, right? That's such a high stat. So I love that you guys have cracked the construction technology marriage, right? Like, I don't think there is any other construction rele- relevant, de- like, digital device that's this strong. 
No, there, there, there have been some so. other marketplaces. There's another marketplace on the West Coast that's a paid model. So you have to pay, I don't know what it is, 200 bucks a month or something to, to be in there. But would you ever use Kijiji if you had to pay for it? Like no. it would die yeah, exactly. on the vine or you'd never use it. So we knew that the marketplace had to be free and we just needed to get everyone in and make it really valuable. And like the money is coming. Like we're, it's only year two. You start a business, you should not expect to be making money for the first couple of years. Welcome to self-employment. That's not how it is. <laughs> yeah. model to Kijiji. I mean, why not play off their success? It's exactly. just advertising, right? Is, you know, we can advertise to people based on their industry and, um, you know, when you go to a listing, there's an advertisement. Yeah, which makes sense. It's not going to annoy anybody sure. at that point. Yeah. Because the benefit of the app outweighs that. This is the 100%. most valuable thing yeah. is, is a user adoption. And what's called product market fit. When you design an app, the, the most valuable thing that can happen for your app is product market fit. Yep. You made a thing and some like big enough people in the industry have said, yeah, we love your thing. We're going to use it. That's happened to us twice now. So they've done it with the marketplace and they're doing it with the load tracking. So that's two lightning strikes for an app company to, to be able to say that that's they impressive. got product market fit twice. So that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. So I know earlier on you guys talked about it's not just about earth, right? It's just not about clean or yeah. discontent. Like what's the whole, I want everybody to understand the grocery list of different materials that can be moved through the app. Oh yeah. And then I actually would want, I'm curious myself about contaminated yeah, uh, material and, and the process on that because that's yeah. obviously I guess it's technically still an A to B point, but there's still more caution attached to that, right? Yeah. So um, in regards to transporting through the app, like what you know, what are we what are we tracking? Right now, we we're focusing on soil, and that's what we've done thus far. Aggregate is a product that we we want to get into. I think there's there's a bit of an obstacle with the MTO uh, in regards to aggregate because they require actually printed tickets in aggregate trucks. Because they're dinosaurs? Hope you're sitting down. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Oh. No, so that, that's something that actually we want to we want to get in front of and start working on. Because, uh, hey, there's just as much aggregate moving up and down the road as uh, as, as dirt. And yeah. you know what? In regards to mandating you know printed tickets, requiring them, cement trucks. Same thing. They all do the same thing. Uh, but um, So the MTO should meet Phil and kind of... The MTO should meet Phil. I'm just, I'm Absolutely. sure you guys are, wheels are spinning there. But same with <laughs> yeah. all the concrete. Exactly. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, outside of the, the excess fill, every construction site needs needs a lot more than, than just the coordination of earth moving. Yeah. Right? Just every site needs aggregate. Everybody needs concrete. Everybody needs asphalt. You know, any redevelopment site needs to dispose of concrete rubble, dispose of concrete rubble. And at the end of the day, any of the costs associated with either those the, the supplier disposal it's all around logistics it's trucking right <laughs> matt's like six it's foot five or something like that and yeah. he realizes there isn't that much leg room underneath the table even though the table's big it's not the size of a dump truck right? i'm showing yeah. you the uh, the listing um create screen here so like you can import or export or make a business listing so if you're exporting I'm just going to pick like a random location um but um, when you actually go to fill it out, like there's all of these government um, like uh, exemptions and things. So you, you can say, yeah, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a low risk site. You know, all of our compliance stuff is here. You just fill it out and you're in compliance. But the, the material list is what I wanted to show you. So yeah. you're exporting clean fill, contaminated fill, concrete, uh, recycled concrete, liquid fill, topsoil, asphalt, uh, recycled asphalt, sand and gravel, salt, garbage waste, scrap metal, Landscape stone, colored aggregate, mulch. You should put like new guy. 
whatever. <laughs> so there's just tons of stuff. And then every, for each one of these materials, you pick, you know, like asphalt, and you can say, okay, we got hot mix, driveway, you know, grindings, what do we Holy got? So you can put in whatever, you know, whatever you move, you can put it in there. And we had people request snow last winter, so we put snow in there. People were creating snow dumps in the app. So oh, that only happens when we dumps. get yeah. Well, I guess when we get a serious downfall, right? Like yep. that's. But it makes sense. Yeah, yep, but it was funny sure. that someone actually went and they had to list yeah. it as clean fill, but then the, in the title they put, "This is actually a snow dump." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, we'll just add snow. They for made a you. little note. Is it actually snow? <laughs> pretty funny. But uh, okay, we'll get back to the interview in a second, guys. But if you haven't already signed up for Phil, the guys we're talking to, you should do it now. The marketplace is free and full of great listings. Find closer sites and make soil reg compliance easy. Phil's load tracking blows the competition away. It's a good looking and simple app. You get a real time view of all your sites, hauls and trucks right in your pocket. What if the other guy doesn't have Phil? No problem. They can sign up and send or receive the first truck in five minutes. No sales calls or IT guys needed. You can also invite other companies to join your hauls like engineers, landowners or even municipalities. Tracking doesn't require drivers to do anything, and there's a 14-day free trial. I bet you can move a lot of dirt in 14 days. Sign up for free on the website at www.getfill.app. That's www.getfill.app. You can also search Phil in the App Store. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going really well, and we actually have an uh, announcement that we can make on here. This is like literally the first time we've announced this. Um, Who's having a baby? <laughs> you just had one actually. Yeah, yeah, just, okay, literally congrats. just have with my sister. <laughs> Not another. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But uh Duffer and Construction, the largest yeah. civil construction company in Canada, in I all think. Canada. They're in, in Canada. All Canada, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know exactly how they stack up in North America, but top They're huge. Huge. Oh yeah. They're huge. They're so they're our number one fan. They, so they, concrete's they, gonna be yep. getting it on with Phil. And then they move a lot of dirt. <laughs> Wow. So they're mandating fill. Uh, they're putting all their sites in and they're tracking every load of dirt. So they, yeah, so. like they have their construction division, their aggregate division, and, and as well their concrete. Uh, but but uh, we've spent a lot of time with them and and, uh, and they understand the vision, they understand the value and the potential savings. And, uh, and uh, you know, they're one of the first groups to go, we're going all in, we're rolling this out both organizations across Ontario with the intention of going across Canada. So it's uh, this I, is a, this is a big, big, big one for, for volume. Yeah, yeah. They got it minute one. They, this, this first conversation we had with them, they're like, because they've amazing. been doing it. The carbon paper, they can save so much money. Yeah. Like they can take so many trucks off the road. Yeah. Um, so much like carbon emissions unburned. Like, you know, that that's the one thing we haven't even talked about is like, you know, the efficiency. When you find a yeah. site that's 30% closer, which is what we're doing for people, we're finding them sites that are way closer. You know, the average load of dirt leaving Toronto had to travel like 75 kilometers. That's the average distance it has to go. That's so much diesel that's far. getting burned yeah. by a triaxle truck heading out of the city to Niagara Falls or wherever it's going. Um, if we can shave 30% off of... Can you guys build that data? Can you guys develop that data on how much carbon yeah, emission so that's, that's that you save? You could totally do that, sure. right? Oh, yeah, we have. Because we have if you're moving trucks that's 25 or whatever kilometers closer, yeah. and you know exactly what that fuel consumption it's, it's, is, savings-wise. So this is literally it in a nutshell. Oh, like, wow, this right? is This is where, how it works today. Oh, 
last year, two years ago before we started. <laughs> so the but average distance average was distance 75 is, kilometers. Is 75 kilometers. And then based off of the data that we're seeing, we've moved 40,000 loads of dirt so far, and we've connected hundreds and hundreds of, of sites together already. So we know like it, it's minimum 30% that we're saving. Some sites it's even more. Um, but, you know, we're not even doing talking about backhauls yet. So that's the next version of the matching we're doing. So matching today is like, hey, you have the same amount of material uh, as I do, same kind of material, same timeline. We're a good match. Great. But then, but as we get more users into the platform, Metcalf's law, you know, to get super nerdy, yeah. the value of a network is worth more than the sum of its users. Yep. We will be able to match people not just on the, the one trip, but the back trip as well so that's like uh more than 100 percent efficiency gain on so is that something right? you guys discovered during the whole process you started realizing that's where the potential you got empty trucks driving down the road exactly and which made what no if, sense at that point well what if they not were, only that but know. a lot of the excess soil the excess soil leaves the city gravel comes into the city yeah right they're all going to the outskirts of the gta right. and you can't always coordinate backhauls on a project because but even if you, you need the real estate, 50 percent right? of it oh it's huge even that's it's huge it's massive yeah. if you can get one of those a month, that's such an enormous yeah. efficiency gain and cost reduction. Right? Benefiting the driver, benefiting the hauler, benefiting everybody. Everyone in Ontario. Yeah. How, and it's wear and tear on the roads, it's carbon emissions, it's noise. Like I live in Toronto, Matt lives in Toronto. You know, it's loud, the trucks are loud, man. You love the sound of the piles, huh? You know, <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's uh, Toronto would be a nicer place to live if there was 30% less trucks. Oh, I can think of 30% less of something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's true, though. But, uh, you know. Uh, um, no, that's amazing that so you guys are really I guess up. the data, like that's what's growing from this, valid. right? Yeah. And, and, you know, the dollar savings are, are huge. You know, Mike could probably add some color to some of these slides. Yeah, like, obviously, this is short slide with some big numbers. But, you know, this is based off of 25 million cubic meters being exported out of the city on an annual basis. You were to shave thirty percent of that, just just that alone, you're looking at in and around three hundred million dollars. If your export, you know, is around, I think we have it at thirty five bucks, which is which is minimal, right? We know that it's more than twenty five million cubes. We know it's more like fifty million. So you know, we're leaning up towards six hundred million dollars. Uh, and this is thirty percent. Like thirty percent is a conservative number. I know that you know for a fact. We were talking about um, Brian was talking about you know exactly. How you do that, you find a closer site and, and you save on, on the logistics, uh, obviously the trucking costs. There's a there's a scenario about four months ago, somebody who had a, a great success story on the app. They were exporting out of Etobicoke. They were yeah. trucking to Burlington. They were going to a, uh, uh, an aggregate pit because they're, they're, the pit was performing rehab. And the rehab is moving. filling in the, the pit basically with dirt, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So so when after your, your complete mining gravel out of a specific section of a quarry you got to slope it on a three-to-one bank right yeah. so they're importing field to do that they got matched on the app with a user who just put an import listing up literally 10 kilometers away it's on the south side of the 401 like 10 kilometers away. so their export price went from 40 dollars a cube so like say 400 bucks a load every like every truck they're sending cost 400 bucks went down to 100 bucks so they dropped down to 25 percent of their cost and i think they only caught the tail end of it, but they shipped about 750 loads. They, they, they kept a quarter million pockets in their jeans, just like that. I was that. just about to and say. That's, that's in four days of hauling. These, these, these savings are big. strong profits. 
Huge. So we send out these matching emails every morning at 7 a.m. Um, so you create a listing right now, mm -hmm. tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You'll get an email that says, hey, it's Phil. Uh, check out these matches I found for you. Our open rate on those emails, another huge KPI for app Much. success, is, is over 70%. <laughs> so you might literally open an email. Like people are waiting at 659 for this email to come through and they're opening it. Yeah. Because there might literally be a quarter of a million dollars in that email, like for four days worth of, you know, uh, of hauling. See, that makes a lot right? of sense. So people are, are saving and making a ton of money off these connections but you can't imagine it's it's difficult to wrap your head around i mean there's a construction site at every corner of the city yeah. everywhere you go there's construction you go. road construction yeah you'll see it it's everywhere mm -hmm. right so uh you guys are just pinning it and then connecting it yep. yeah. you guys it's just efficiency gain it's, it's you know what's this a housing development yeah so this, <laughs> so, is, a, this is an amazing one obviously so, all over the news you know uh yeah housing's been a hot topic of, of course no yeah we can never build fast enough i totally get it for sure and and you know when you think about what's happened in the last i don't want to say three years probably more in 10 you know when was the last time you saw an initiative come out or a product come out that's going to reduce the cost of construction it and doesn't it doesn't the last come out years i mean come on what's happened to construction materials say you're building a house concrete's gone up lumber's gone up you know, siding, your windows, all your Everything. plastic, mechanical, electrical roof. Like, it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. And so uh, and so we did, we've run a bunch of these analysis, but just one one quick one on, uh, you know, 100-acre development site. If you're going to put approximately eight houses per acre on a typical earth-moving uh, scope, if, you know, you, you, you're stripping top, so you got to get rid of it, you got a cut fill to do, uh, there's always going to be an export and whether it's, you know, sewer spoils or whether yep. it is, you know, you got to dig basements, uh, obviously all the infrastructure work, you know, we said in the event that you're, you're building a, uh, 800 houses, you, your export costs 30% of your export costs. Again, only 30%, which is conservative. Mm -hmm. You divide by 800, it's 10 grand a roof. It's just, just shy of 10 grand a roof. I mean, it's, and, and this is not, this is not rocket science, right? It's just utilizing yep. available technology to save money on your and you're trucking. being very conservative it's, too, we're being very careful with these numbers yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. But the, the reality is that it's greater it is the the quickest way to lose an argument is to overstate your claim yeah and we are really understating these numbers yeah and, and there's some cases where it's way higher than 30 percent. and i don't care who you are you don't know every site that needs to move dirt like there's someone here that are crazy there's like ski resorts that are importing dirt there's like a uh, there's <laughs> yeah. like a temple that's like bringing it's like these are these are very very like off the beaten path sorts of uh, you know listings that are that are moving material and you know they're all in compliance they have their paperwork listed and you know they're building a ski hill a brand new ski hill right next to your housing development site how are you going to find that listing if you, you don't come you on here it's, the, it's yeah, totally you invisible to traditional means right so you come on here and we'll match you with things like so that. does it get more difficult for you guys because i mean you're already at 800 and change and then if it starts to just explode and get to thousands and tens of thousands or whatever users no that's the way that it works it's all cloud-based infrastructure so like from a it doesn't matter if it's one person it. or if it's ten thousand people using exactly. it it still operates the exact same scale. way exactly right we've built it from day one knowing to, that to be ready for this kind of scale like the the way that we built it is you know we, the way matt and i would have built an app for yeah i Evo. like we even put a lot of thought into making sure that like when we want to scale to other regions, other provinces, other countries, it's already like uh, 
if you're in Ontario, make a listing in Ontario. It's all materials and grades of those materials that are specific to Ontario. Make a listing outside of Ontario. Right now, it's just a generic list. But when we're ready to yeah. move to that region, we can customize that list to the regulations, the materials in that region that all make sense. And uh, and we don't have to even make an app update to do That's that. Right. We just, in our back end, we type in some new materials, new things, and just push it. So if, you have, if you're on the West Coast and you're listening to this or watching, um, and you want to create a listing, you can do it. So yeah. you create a listing and then our server will say location equals, you know, Vancouver. Uh, and then it will pull any logic that we have around what materials, you know, and, and in that and, area and, and local regulations. And then it will adjust the app uh, automatically. What's your radius if you if someone is the first one adopting it in their city? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty lonely out there right yeah, now because we haven't launched. We're starting with the GTA because it's the most challenging uh, from a regulatory perspective. Yeah. But, you know, we have plans to, to launch on the West Coast. So, yeah, if anyone likes what they see and they want to be part of our, our launch strategy out there, then we would absolutely love to, to hear from you. This is brilliant, guys. We need help, awesome. by the way. Like, that's one of the things. Like, we're, we have a small team, and, you know, but, but you know, um, we don't have any investors. We're totally bootstrapped. We've been... Living off our our uh, nobody's you know, our savings accounts like for the I last. Just, I just assume yeah, that we've there had a would lot of be some talk. VCs coming, yeah. right? Like yeah. they're looking at this going for sure, no brainer. Right? So that was the mistake I made with my previous app was having too many hands in the cookie jar talking Chefs. to, to yeah. VCs. You know, um, as the designer, my job was like creating investor updates every month or or or. Oh, two those weeks, are fun. Right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrible, right? And and you know everyone's thinks that they know what they should be doing. Like, we know what to do. We, we wanted to keep it, you know, as focused and we wanted to bootstrap as much as possible. But, you know, we are we're definitely always uh, open to talk to people. And um, we know that we, in order to launch in these other markets, like, we're going to need... Um, we're going to need some boots on the ground for sure. Yeah, what's amazing, though, is, like, the core members, like us three founding members, we all have completely different skill sets, but they are the core skill sets to build what we have already built. Yeah, right? what you need. The business side of it, the design side of it, and the tech side of it, right? So it's just, like, we don't need to grab investors to be like, oh, can you, we need money yeah. to hire a development team. We already have that, right? So a lot it's of, pretty cool. The way a lot of guys build apps is they just, like, they're the business person or whoever, and, and they raise couple hundred grand yeah, they think that's enough money and then they farm the whole thing out to india we're we're because that's like a, you know where most people are getting yeah i get apps, the emails every developed. day yeah for yeah, sure I know. Uh, yeah <laughs> no there's just tons of developers there that yeah. are working for cheap uh, and uh that's not we own all of our code yeah i love that you guys it's basically you're in your own backyard we have this enormous have speed it. advantage yes. because you could give us an amazing idea you know have already given us things to think about but like you know, we're, we're meeting with a, a construction company today and, and they give us a great idea. We can go and we can we can jump right into the code. We can make edits and we can push a new version of the app and, you know, by the end, within two weeks. Right. So other our other competitors who have, you know, little to little control over their actual code. It takes them a really long time to to make those. They can't just they can't be as flexible or There's as a fast bunch of with people that they're working with. And let's with. face it, like I'm a designer, right? Like so you get most it. people don't co-found a company with designers. They they think that they can do the design work themselves or they they far, they hire it out. Aaron agency. Well, see, that's the smart thing is that there's the two marriages here. Like there's sure. the construction side and the tech side, right? Yeah. I don't think a lot of tech-based construction entities are doing that. They're definitely not 
you know, they don't get the designers. boots on the ground. <laughs> no, they're not. They don't, they're not putting the two together. Obviously, if yeah. you had a question, he had an answer, and vice versa. For sure. Between so the three of us, really we well. can we can solve any problem with the yeah. company with the three of us. It was actually pretty cool in the in the beginning. We haven't done it in a little while now, but uh, Mike was actually taking us around to construction sites. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. I want you to see exactly like so you guys bought your first safety boots. And <laughs> yeah, we're the guys with price tags <laughs> on our gear like, walking yeah, around yeah. sites. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Does the foam stay inside the boot? What's going on here? I got my brand new car heart on. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, no, but that, that was but great that you did that because they you, got it. Yeah, and you definitely. guys probably absorbed it right away. That's how you get the real experience. But as totally. a designer, you have to, talk to see to the it, guys right? too. Yeah, you can't be sitting in a design studio, you know, in an ivory tower and being like, "I'll tell you how to use this app." You know, it's like, no, dude, you have to talk to people every day. You have to do the support phone calls. You have to. It's called dog fooding in the industry, right? You know, How did the drivers take it? You know, like when, did when they get it? We're, you had this yeah. amazing story when, I don't know if it was Lyft or Uber, but when Uber came out, Matt signed oh, yeah. up for Uber as a driver and drove around to Uber to see how it worked. And <laughs> when it first I, launched, I didn't necessarily out. need extra money, but I was super curious how the <laughs> backside was how it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Dude, well, how's this? Like, obviously, amazing. I'm comfortable with the the driver. Or, uh, sorry, the uh, passenger side, but I want to see the whole driver side. What's the experience? How did yeah. they match up? And how's the technology on the back end work? So it was a very cool learning experience. But that was in the news. I think it was the CEO of Lyft. He he told he had a mandate at the the company. He said all my developers need to deliver one meal. Uh, a, a month or something, and it there was huge makes, backlash. Uh, and they're like, sense. "Oh, we don't, we're not delivery people. We're not." It's like it's not about that. It's about you have to be connected. This is so. You remember off? You know, you got movie tickets all over here. Office Space, one of my yeah. favorite Mike Judge movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He leaves his Silicon Valley job to work in construction. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's when Matt and I should be in Silicon Valley. <laughs> but like, there's so many things about the tech world that really bother me. And, and that's one of them is they're so disconnected from, like, the average person, right? And the distance is, is really getting further and further apart. And, that, and that's something that I think is this, is this huge barrier to getting into industries like this. Because I tell people that I worked on before, I, I'm making a, a, a construction-focused app, Contech, which is, like, the term for it, right? Okay. And, like, people have a really bad attitude about that. I'm like, no, this is, like, a virgin market. There's tons of opportunity as a designer, as a business person here, you know, and, and you know, but it's difficult. It's uh, I'm seeing so much personal enjoyment from solving real problems in this industry. And, uh, you know, this is, it was an amazing decision for me. But we to, see the to, same thing on the our side. Of, but like, it required separation from me and the tech community to get here, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like I, I kind of left, and I really want the, the tech tower. community to come into the construction industry, right? Because sure. we need it, desperately need it. Absolutely, right. But we need the right ones. That's the problem. Is I think that there's a lot of tech coming in that's taking advantage, for sure. Which they shouldn't be, right? So, no. it, and it's not. It's not just for me an opportunity to have a successful business to be profitable. It is about. I really do care about the environment. You guys are getting a kick out of the growth, like I actually the do. efficiency yeah. growth. Yeah, You're getting sure. a total kick out of it's it. It's the network effect that's yeah. amazing, right? So when Dufferin starts using it and all of their subs start using it, you know, in like twelve days is, is our kickoff with them. It's going to be this huge ripple effect uh, of, of, of adoption, and then then the, the network and, and the listings are going to become so much more valuable. This is, but this is a, a good slide we have up here. Again, this is only built based off of the 25 million cube estimate that our government has, which is, again, they have no idea. How, it, lunch. It, Ontario literally has no idea how much yeah, dirt moves in lunch, the province. Yeah. Um, 
the hundred million liters. Yeah, it's it's so much unburned fuel and so much CO two that you know, and, and we we have this we have this thing where it's like this is it. It, it. The title of this slide is literally an oversimplified diagram, and this is we have environmental <laughs> regulations of sustainability and saving money. And usually it's never the pretty, two shall meet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it. Ontario and, and, you know, regulators, they don't understand, they don't care if you're saving money. All they care about is we, we have these regulations that you need to comply to, and if you don't comply to these regulations, you better look out. That's, that's But this is it. complying it's, it's like well beyond what you're supposed to be and doing. And we're saying, hey, instead of enforcement, how about, you know, incentives? Just, yeah. Good incentives. Yeah. That's literally they, but they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to create That's government. They don't know how to do an incentive shift instead of, you know, pointing a gun at somebody and being like, "You better do your dirt taxes or else," you know, like this. So this is this is what I think we've got here is is like this really happy medium where you come to the platform, you're immediately saving money and getting tons of value, and you're just sort of doing good compliance. I believe they call it a win-win. It's a win-win. That's <laughs> <laughs> really simple. Yeah, but then it just, like, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean. So the industry's been embracing this. Oh, like yeah. It's been really, they get it. They understand it. Absolutely. We have some other cool stuff we can show here, too. This is really what it is, right? It's like, you're saving or earning money. It's automatic compliance. So just yep. fill it out, and your, your dirt taxes are getting done. Uh, and if someone. Cheaper than the old system. And it's cheaper than the old system. It's cheaper than paper. Like, it's what so do you want to, you know? They still make. Yeah. They still make the, um, I'm sure you've probably seen it, uh, uh, that plastic kind of housing for the carbon prints. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, do they still like that, that clipboard kind of yeah, thing? Those are, those are the cat's ass, man. For sure, they're common. <laughs> that reminds me of being a kid. The but the thing is, they, yeah, yeah, they, card they still have like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the plastic edging from the baking going to, like, it's got that edge on it. Where sure. They probably yeah, cut yeah. their hands or something totally. on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's brand new. It was just made last week. It's 2023, man. It's amazing. Like That's you can't use this stuff anymore. Yeah. So I love that you guys just print it right off. Oh yeah, send yeah. it right no off. No paper. Yeah. No paper. You, just you can send still it you can print it if you have to get a wet signature. We will let you print it, um, but most people don't. So, um, so we're like I said, we're releasing new stuff all the time. New stuff like so. This is hall sharing, like we said. Yeah. You can invite anyone you want to have visibility or edit access to your hall, free, included with the fifty cent charge per truck for. Low tracking. So again, go on the app store and it's just get Phil app, right? Uh, just search Phil, P-H-I-L. If you're it. on an iPhone, you have to search P-H-I-L, Phil, and you have to press search for some reason. I don't know why it doesn't just show up. On Android, you just search, you just type Apple. Phil and then it shows up. Apple. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but you'll find it. Yeah, or go to the website getphil.app, yep. P-H-I-L. And you guys have right And there. it's a web app. It's a universal app. We use this platform called Flutter. You said you weren't going to get techie. I, know, <laughs> but no, no, I, I actually think that we are one of the first. Yeah, for sure. Big apps that uses this brand new app development platform. Google hasn't even finished uh, rolling out their own apps in this language that they developed. It's called it's called Flutter. Google Flutter. I've been trying to reach your <laughs> devs, your your developer support guys, so many times, and no one will return my tweets or emails. <laughs> like, hit us up. Are they, they listening right now? No. no. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I told you. The tech they probably are. They're like, construction. In short, it's it's a major efficiency win for all <laughs> development teams. We write the code once, and we're like, oh, all right, make it an Android app. Make it an iOS app. Make it a website. Yeah. 
We and normally you would have three teams of developers: one to build Android, one to build iOS, one to build the web. Yeah. But we just build it once, and we can deploy it however we want. And that's so right. we have like a three-year platform advantage over all of our competitors. And it's they all it's, have separate teams for each of their properties, right? Each of their it's properties. getting bigger. Like this technology, it's getting wider. But uh, we just we saw this very early, and we're like, we're going to build fill with that. Bet. Like let's take a bet on this, and it was a good bet. Yeah, so. for sure. So this is and because of that, we can build cool stuff all the time, right? And we don't have to worry about like, ah, you know what? Let's not build that thing because it, we have to build it three times for each of the platforms. So it's, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. That's but. why you said we're releasing every two weeks. That's yeah. not super common. Maybe uh, once a month is like more common <laughs> because you need time to like test every single app, fix all the bugs in every single app. But yeah. we're just doing it one time. So it's efficient. Sounds like you guys came out of the gate strong. This was a huge win for sure. Right. Just and, like and there are other competing platforms like React. Um, that we decided we weren't going to build it in. So if anyone else there is like, oh, but what about React? Well, React doesn't give you uh, good web apps uh, e either. So like we're getting the, a great web app. We could do a progressive web app if we want. We're doing iPhone. We're doing Android. We could do Windows or Mac OS or whatever native app we want to do. So it's a huge win. I don't but understand a word. I know. I know. We, we got I'll super stop. nerdy. We said I'll we wouldn't. Totally I did not I'll understand stop. a word. <laughs> React and Flo I don't get but, any of that uh, stuff. Yeah, um, but you guys are basically nerdy. behind the curtain figuring out things and making the app that much We're easier. We're the first for us. people to do it. Wow! Uh, in this way, and and the mapping software that we're using, you know, I think we still maintain the code base, like the plugin for for that mapping software. Are so the stickers for the drivers so they can slap it on their their trucks and they then can. Well, fills was, on, that's fills on duty? Yeah, fills on just about to talk about. Yeah, about this. yeah, these yeah. are the stickers that are going to be slapped on the trucks. So we have we have a, a amazing haulage partner who's going to be guinea pigging this for us in next month. Um, Did so, they first look at that and go, I can't read that? Yeah. <laughs> so today when you send a truck, you have to have a haulage roster in the app. Yep. So you have to record all of your trucks, all of your drivers, uh, you know, their MOE number. Like there's a bunch of different data Everything. points that you have to yeah. legally capture for compliance. Um, and it can take some time. So it takes about 10 seconds to send your first truck. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Okay. Or what people do is they go into their settings and fill and they'll enter all of their trucks as a big haulage roster like the day before they start sending trucks for the first time. So we were like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And we've been talking to some people who gave us, you know, pushed us towards this idea. So um, we've made a QR code system that you slap on your truck. It's actually smaller than this. It's only six by six inches. So this is kind of like just a it's large, noticeable. A large well, you know what's going to happen now, right? It, it's going to be smaller. I'm going to be driving around and I'm going to notice it now. <laughs> sure you will. It's in my head now. For sure I'm you will. I'm going to be seeing that, yeah, that QR So code. you can hide it anywhere in the truck. You can put it on a clipboard and hang it out the window if you want. You can do whatever. You know, the point is- Put it is, on the mud flap with the ladies on it? So, yeah, that's right. so <laughs> it's funny you said that because I was going to do a chrome mud flap of Phil like the overweight guy, like instead of the hot. It's not uh, bad. It's not <laughs> bad. It's not bad. And, and like then the that. other option was actually a Garfield, you know, like the suction yeah, cup yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were going to do a plushie with Phil. I like that too. Uh, but those are so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is like a, a $1 QR code. So now, you know, any truck that's got these codes on them, you can send or receive the truck by just scanning the code. So brilliant, and then you, and then you go from having every company has their own address book of trucks, which is like okay, anyone at Dufferin, you know, can can you can QR can, code can, every has the access to that address book. Yeah, but but if you go to the haulage companies and you you tag all of the trucks, you give them ownership. They're maintaining the address book, and then all you have to do is just scan the code, and it's 
it's done, right? So we've got new drivers, you got, you know, anything changes on the truck, they keep it updated. And then it's all accurate for them, right? So. And see this, like the, the trucking companies, the brokers, uh, they're incentivized to, to jump on board with this. Of course. Because they need to have their bill of ladings. They're supposed to anyways, right? Mm -hmm. And there's not going to be any easier process than this. All they have to do is have a link to in a text message. You don't have to do anything with it. But as long as they're updating their roster, they slap a sticker somewhere, like from a liability standpoint, they're covered. Everything's Easy. done. Done. And yep. it's a lot faster than a phone call to yell at the driver. Yeah, yeah. And this like is, it's simpler, right? This is a sticker solution where people are out there putting in $1,000, $10,000 GPS systems into their trucks as well, right? <laughs> this is like a way cheaper uh, alternative, right? Like, oh, you hit it with the pressure washer when you're cleaning your truck? Okay, just slap a new one over it. You know, you get a pile of 500, you know, it's, it's easy, right? So um, this this is another one too, since we're talking about cool upcoming Affiliate stuff. Affiliate programs, okay. Affiliates. So right now, not everyone uploads a soil report. You know, maybe they say they're getting it. They're, you know, they're not in, in good compliance. Maybe they need help getting into good compliance. Um, what do we do with that information? If we know someone is missing something from their listing, we can do stuff like this. We can say, do you want us to help you find a local expert? And, and your code does that for them. Yeah. Easily. So, so we can say, oh, you don't have testing. Do you want help finding testing? And then we can have a huge database of all local engineering firms, college companies, disposal, like any, any facility, really rent equipment rentals. Uh, we can connect people and, locally to yeah experts, and right? that's why it's obviously important to 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 gain the market share uh on the marketplace once once the market is or even a good chunk of it then options like this you know to to be driving business to the appropriate people like it's huge it's endless right yeah. and but there's a need for it big time it's a huge big time but yeah. you guys also went into the market knowing that there was already some people trying to play in the sandbox but they weren't playing right they're gone now the most part there's really, no more yeah. marketplaces there's really only the other marketplace that's in the west coast and there's another one in the states um but i mean just look at the two of them next to each other and tell there's, me a, there's like a big there. difference between like those <laughs> websites <laughs> and apps right like there's yeah. a huge yes. difference like they're not we have a platform but it's oranges. the connectivity to the industry that you guys right. are basically perfected made sense and understood right that you got that's how you i've always said it regarding social media and construction yeah. don't sell it to us like it's britney spears you know what i mean it ain't pop culture social media right. we do not listen to you guys we, we yeah. will not listen to you guys yep. but you guys are speaking our language it, it so is a listening. multi app world yeah right so like it or not there's a couple other tracking apps that are out there you're, you're gonna have to juggle right i'm on android mike's on iphone you know the like the, the better example is like zoom right zoom only does video calls Right? It's a one app pony. You know, we are Teams or Google. When you use this suite of tools, everything works better. All of your documents are connected to it. You're, you know, so we have this like suite approach, the hub and spoke model. All of this value just spills out from the marketplace, right? That powers yeah. everything else. I love and it, and it lets us, because the marketplace is so valuable, all of our other stuff is, is cheap. Because we make all of our money from the marketplace, so it's like we don't care about only 50 cents a load for, for load tracking, right? Time to sign up for Phil, the free construction marketplace and load tracking app for developers, engineers, and all contractors working in the civil construction industry. One other thing to mention is business and facility listings. 
Phil has the most complete database of quarries, pits, plants, and depots in Ontario, including all of the big names. So if you're looking for concrete, stone, asphalt, whatever, you'll be able to find it. You can also add your business listing or claim it. It might already be on the map. Sign up for free on the website at www.getphil.app. That's www.getphil.app. You can also search Phil in the App Store. Do you guys want to share anything that's coming down the pipe or keeping it for now until it actually comes out of the pipe? This, this is a huge one, what we're sharing yeah, right now. Figure, so yeah. we, we will be putting out a call for submissions. So if you work for an engineering firm uh, in an area, like we want to talk to you, we're, we're basically going to allow people to um, to book or like block off postal codes in Ontario. So if someone in Welland, Ontario is looking for uh, local engineering services, you know, and they, they say, yep, connect me, we'll show the top five in that region. Right? And it's it's not just engineers, it's haulage as yeah, well. You know, exactly. when Everybody. people create a listing, they, they check off a box whether or not they can provide yeah. haulage. So we could have haulage affiliates as well. So I need haulage, so we'll show you some yeah. options. But I definitely want to encourage anybody who's listening because we have a lot of people across Canada, especially out west in Vancouver, reach out to you guys and start the ball rolling. If everyone, if everyone who's listening to this could make one listing... All of Canada. I know Vancouver will start captured. Yeah. Based yeah. on how many viewers and listeners I've seen. Yeah, you know, I mean, like the people are going to reach out. They're going to start talking to you. But I mean, everybody right now in construction is planning for 2024. So if yeah. they got projects coming down the pipe and things are happening and they know that this has to benefit them profit-wise. We didn't even wise. talk about that. Profit-wise. That's the key. Right? That's one of the craziest things. You can actually. still price the way you're going to price it yeah. and make more money because you're saving on this one line item. We've talked, exactly. we, we laugh about it all the time. The number one feature that we built is the calendar picker on the listing create because <laughs> normally you know i've seen the emails so like people will forward me emails and it's like forward 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 looking for soil oh my in, in aurelia like oh my god we need so much dirt right now and it's like you could go back in time a year and you could create a listing on our marketplace for one year from now and you could say yeah we need fifty thousand loads of soil in aurelia and then you could have that all spoken for a year in advance, right? That's that's really the biggest thing is like... That's projected it profit. It doesn't have to be uh, a knife fight every single time. No, it doesn't no, have to no, be no. running around screaming. You can come and you can sign up for free. It will cost you nothing. In the next five minutes, download the app, create an account, invite your employees, put your listings in. It's totally free. You know, you can make them private as well. We didn't even talk about that. You can create private listings. Yeah, you mentioned that. But yeah. so when how, you look how at the, quick can the contractor with ten, 10 thumbs set up his yeah, account? 10 how minutes. Fast? 10, 10 minutes, minutes, right? Not even. Sure. Not even? Not even. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you could send your first truck in 10 minutes. If you, if you are working with someone who's sending their loads with Phil and it shows up and the driver says, hey, uh, I'm here, or I'm using, and you're like, I have no idea what Phil is, you can <laughs> sign up. And, right and then create and there. an account yeah. and receive or send a truck in 10 minutes. So there's no contact the sales team to get started. There's none of that, right? So it's, it's super easy. I know, so you mentioned like yeah. less than five minutes or something like that. Five minutes. And you can get moving yeah. at that point. For free. And, and when you sign up for our load tracking, it's free for 14 days as well. So Just to get started? You can move. Is that an app thing, guys? Like everybody's kind of doing that for four, what, two weeks? It's just we, just we We know that we have to offer something in order to pe for people to like, Saving money, to, not enough. Have, I know, but <laughs> we're probably doing too much. But but um, you have to kind of live with it for like a week, and then you're like, okay, I, I totally get it. No more tickets, right? It's it's a new way of thinking about it. But you can move a lot of dirt in two weeks. Okay. Um, so like, sign up 
uh, 14 days totally free. And, and uh, but I, I just went back to the map here. So like we zoomed, we, this is how we, we, we started was zooming out. There's probably the same amount of listings that are private on the map. So when you create a listing, there's a checkbox oh, that says... So we're not even seeing, okay. Yeah, you're not even seeing all of them. And so this is typically like companies wanting to get the full picture of all the sites that their company has. Typically, they love to do internal hauls because, you know, shipping dirt between your own sites is a lot cheaper than shipping to a third party. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And if you ship from your site to your site, you, yeah, it's, it's only 50 cents. We, we don't charge both ends uh, of that transaction as well. Worth That's mentioning. Cheap, but, but um so if you look at the map and you're like, oh, I live in, you know, Wasega Beach and I don't see any listings in the area, might not be true. There's probably private, private listings within 10, 20 kilometers that you just can't see. So if you create your listing, they will receive you as a match, but not vice versa. That makes sense. So, yeah, you know, it, it, you're not being the, the best player in the marketplace by creating private listings. Everyone has their own reasons for doing it. But um, it's construction, but like we're just happy that they're in there and they're and they're putting their listings in. And then, you know, we see a lot of listings get flipped from private to public. Um, And it is actually since we're talking about privacy, like privacy is something we're obviously all about, like the way that we've built it. You know, we don't the data is anonymized. It's all protected on the servers. It's all in Canadian uh, servers. So like your data doesn't leave the country. This is something like we built this the same way you would build any. Uh, you know, top tier. So there's no from a data point, yeah. from a data privacy yeah, for sure. perspective. So, yeah, something we take super serious. I think this is great, guys. This is amazing. I mean, just everybody again, they can go to the website, they go yep. right to the app from there, or they can go to the app store and go right there. So this is one other thing, and then I'll I'll, I'll stop. But sure. this is one. So because we know the price of all the materials in the region, we can tell you what you should be charging, right? So if if we see a lot of listings go up for like zero dollars, right? So okay. people will, um, so people won't actually list a price on their listings. We already know what that material is worth in that region, so we can show it in the app. So if you're going to create a listing and you put your tipping fee as $100, we can say, actually, average price for this region where you're creating this listing is $122. So we could be getting you an extra $20 per truck times thousands of loads, like, and you guys little, will automatically little helpful that. selection. You'll, you'll make that 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 recommendation automatically. Exactly. That's right. We'll make sure that you're getting the top price all the time. Yeah, and it, it works in the opposite direction as well. You might be charging too much, and you might be wondering why you're not getting any hits. any hits. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so, you you know one thing that's funny about you know the dirt market specifically, Manny. You said earlier about about posting uh, you know sites well in advance of when they're actually taking place. You're you're mm-hmm. essentially you could be projecting profits or projecting uh, transactions, you know, the, the dirt world is one of the very few industries or, or sco- pieces of an industry where guys are bidding, bidding blind. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you're, you're bidding a 42 cube export or, or, or maybe 38. And then as soon as you get the job, then you're going to race around and try and try and find a site to take it to. Yeah. Like they're, they're putting a lot on the line to be able to do it because you know, the, the market Intel doesn't exist. And right now, it's very interesting. Toronto's first time I've ever seen it. First time in the last 10, 12 years. Uh, like there's a huge deficit of fill. Everybody needs fill. There's not enough being generated. That's never been the case. It's always been 100% polar opposite. Yeah. Right now what's happening is it, it's a, it's very, very interesting trend. And you know, a lot are aware, but a lot aren't aware and they're overpaying big time right now. 
yeah. what you guys have created, man. Yeah. I totally love what you guys have created. It makes a lot of sense. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty much it. I so everything's all rolling out. Everyone's going to be like, once we post this, everyone shares it. And you guys might be at the Heavy Machinery show again, just talking to those yep. guys as well, too. So it yeah, will definitely be there. Yeah, Always. 2024, everybody will start making a lot of noise, right? Yes. Uh, one thing you should do is you should definitely follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, was it's Get Phil. No, what is it again? Uh, the IG? Get.Phil. Get.Phil. That's what it was. Um, I believe. Let me just double check. I got it in the show notes. I totally have it in the show notes. It's in the show notes. Please follow us on Instagram. (laughs) The reason you're going to want to follow us on Instagram, though, is, like I said, our matching emails go out at 7 a.m. every day. But as soon as big new listings get posted on, we post them to Instagram. So you might get a 24-hour heads up on um, really good listings. That's smart. So if you're not following us on Instagram, you're not going to see, like, everyone who is is going to see it a day before you. And then these could be like 10,000 load listings, like really spicy listings. Any worth to be on TikTok? We're not on TikTok. I do only reason I bring it up. <laughs> Matt, is, Matt is a good dancer though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I play just, guitar. <laughs> a lot of contractors are making that shift as, as they get older. They're moving from IG to TT, right? That's the only reason I'm bringing it up because I am seeing more yeah. engagement going on with the should think 35, about 40 and older. That's are going cool. over That's there our for target some weird too. reason, huh. right? It's weird. It's just yep. weird, but it's something to consider. But it's a whole other world at that point, right? Yep. Yeah, smart. So right. yeah, yeah. Please follow us on Instagram. Um, you can go if you don't want to install the app. You can just use it on our. But at least go website. to the website and just check it out and see what's going on. For sure. Or you know, install the app on your phone. And yeah, the the reason you want to use the app on your phone is you get like chat notifications. So if you're chatting with other users, it it acts like a chat app, so you don't have to like. Go back to your some computer. Like old to school, talk like to smoking the bandit CB yeah. radio kind of thing going on. Well, some some guys have um, work phones and they can't install apps. So we knew that it was important that it should work on the web as well. Mm-hmm. So you can just use it on your on your web browser on your phone too, or your desktop. But um, yeah, that's that's uh, that that would honestly like you know it would mean a lot. <laughs> Download it. No, that's like what's going to happen. It's totally going to happen. Yeah. I see it happening. It's been right? so much work. So, so uh, again, the website is, I just want to share it. And then I want to ask you guys the 10 questions of construction. If you guys don't mind, we'll just batter through them. And okay, just, yeah, sure. Don't worry. There's no right or wrong. They're simple questions. But uh, cool. again, yes, yeah, www. Get, uh, get G-E-T-P-H-I-L dot app. Yeah. So yeah. fill with a P and then dot app, not dot And com. you'll find it there. You guys ready for this? I'll go one by one. Start with Mike then. These are uh, construction questions? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> I was say, please ask Mike all of them. What every <laughs> what everyday sound brings you joy? Oh. Uh, diesel engine running, hundred percent. That's a great answer. Oh, same question. Uh, I'm gonna be sappy, my kids. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, my kids <laughs> laughing is always awesome. What's your favorite beverage? Uh, Coors Light. Um, we even crack the beers. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm weird. I like kombucha. <laughs> Yeah, I like a margarita, like a really strong margarita. Least favorite tool. Least favorite Least tool. tool. It doesn't uh, have to be a tool tool. It could be a tool in a variety of table way. saw for sure. <laughs> okay. Every time I use the table saw, I'm like, this thing is going to take one of my fingers off at some point. As a jigsaw. That's I jigsaws. I find will chop your finger off real really? quick. Uh, Skill saw. I go table saw. Because they're all staying away from blades. Huh? Table, saw. <laughs> table saw every time. What turns you guys on creatively? Um, you talked a little bit about it here. Yeah, I mean, um, I 
I think it's like, you know, like I, I do it to, I try to create this moment all the time. I know it's supposed to be a short answer. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> like literally I'll be walking down the street and there'll be guys digging out a water main and I'll show them the app and to see someone's face and they'll go, and I'll say, I made an app for you. What do you think of this? It doesn't cost anything. Like I'm not like use it or don't use it. And they'll look at it and be like, this is amazing. Someone made an app for me. Like that is like the best feeling in the world. You I, see I was the expression a, on their I, face. The first I was at a, a holiday party last year, and I was telling a guy what I did, and he said, "You mean this app?" And he pulled it out, and he had our app on his phone. <laughs> the first time that happened, I was like, "You're the first guy to turn it around." This on has me. happened to, and he's like, "You already had it." He saw an influencer had had, had put message about it. I'm like, "That's like the greatest feeling in the world as That's a designer." Funny, yeah. Um. You know what? Honestly, just hearing like people's success stories with our app yeah. makes me want to go get back on my computer, start writing more code. I'd have to agree. I mean, uh, the feedback thus far has been it's been it's been pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of like shocked, uh, shocked users. I totally believe industry. it. I totally believe it. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, it's good. Uh, what word or concept do you guys find overused these days? You guys are in tech world or in construction world. Used, I mean. That's a good question. Can you come back to me? I'm gonna think about it for a sec. Yeah, uh, there's so many tech terms that are that's what I AI is overused for sure. Uh, yep. There's yeah, only yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't really understand what the word AI actually is. <laughs> Twenty four other letters we can for use, sure. man. It's <laughs> definitely overused. Um, every because every other this is one of the annoying things about the startup world, is like everyone's like, Oh, we have a AI powered, you know, spell checker or some, or like, you know, some everything thing they just slap AI, AI onto it. AI. Ch Any Chat GPT mic? is amazing. I don't know. It's uh, nothing overused. No, you got me there. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word, gentlemen? We can curse. We, we could have cursed this whole time. Totally, we can curse. Have you not listened to this show before? <laughs> I it. Once when I get an Irishman on here, so the whole easy. C word comes out every second funny. word, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Is the best. The good old for sure. go to, yeah. yeah. I actually don't curse a lot. Like even when I'm by myself and I hit my toe on something, I just say fudgesicles. Like it's, I don't know. It's I. I'm a little bit weird. Like we're, I, we're I cutting them out of this year. Yeah, yeah. fudgesicles. Come on. All right. Let's be a tech guy. <laughs> yeah. The the f bomb. Comes the f bomb is what it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Favorite vehicle in the entire world? Any mode of transportation? I uh, I. Pre-ordered a Cybertruck, and I cannot <laughs> wait. To I truly can't wait. It's so. It, the best part is my wife hates it. Can't sell it for a year, huh? Yeah, that's right. Fifty thousand dollars right? fine. He just implemented really? that. You can't sell it. You get a fifty thousand dollars fine if you but, try to sell it within a year. You know, you're a movie guy. One of the most famous movie cars ever is the DeLorean. It's, it's sure, and I hate the new one that they came out with, but it makes no yeah. sense. I just don't like the Cybertruck for the purpose of it's not a practical construction vehicle. No, for sure. It's, it will hard. never yeah. survive a Canadian winter in Saskatchewan yeah, on yeah, a job yeah. site. True. It will never. Sure. That's my opinion. No, totally. But for me, it I looks don't, cool. It looks yeah. tough. For sure. For me, it's perfect. It's like I can, you know. <laughs> Once in a while, throw that could be Phil's ride. That could totally sure. be Phil's yeah. ride for sure. Uh, Matt, um, I uh, before the wife and kids, I rode motorcycles all the time. So did Brian. Actually, wait, what are we talking about? American, Japanese, or British. European? British. I had a Triumph Bonneville. That was a sick bike. Okay, there was, we go. Yeah, I was trying. It was a Honda like touring bike. So with the stereo. Oh. No, 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 no. More, more like an <laughs> Goldwing. No, more like an adventure. The guy with no gloves on on a Goldwing, like sure. an adventure bike. Like I, I used to do trips all over Canada, just 
Then you had kids, huh? and, and the minivan yeah. came. Yeah, threw a dent in there. Mike used to, <laughs> you used to do a dirt bike like crazy too. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So. I raced motocross for a long time, but uh, favorite vehicle for me, hands down, Skidoo. Die hard, die hard sledder. It's a short season. It goes hand in hand with construction. It's true. That's something that that I'll never yep. be able to let go of. Mike's getting me into it. What do you guys yeah. miss from your childhood? Racing motocross. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood. Ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. I never should have said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that's a good one. You're gonna damage our business with that. That's funny. Um, I don't know. Nothing from your childhood. I miss not getting uh, envelopes from the CRA. You know, the brown envelopes in the mail. You never had to deal with that as a kid. You know that, or you're saying something that I missed. No, from no, 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 no. That makes a lot of <laughs> like sense because envelope. we never got those as kids. No, no like we my never got them. Didn't expose me it's to that. true. Yeah. Every time I'm like, oh, brown envelope. As soon as uh, you know, I go in the house, I'm like, everyone wants their. Piece. I miss the lack of responsibility, just in general. <laughs> yeah, carefree, no CRA. Yeah, that would be it's too bad we can't be like that as adults, right? <laughs> uh, if you guys can master something else outside of your own expertise, what would it be? What do you oh, guys want to try? I really else? want to get into knife making. Like making like, like pocket knives and stuff. Yeah. Because Matt's into 3D printing. I'm into 3D printing. And I think there's some... Oh, I had a picture of actually iron working and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. But the merge of those. Like <laughs> ah. someone who's like knows about 3D printing <laughs> and knife making, you can make some really cool 3D printed knives. Like, uh, like out of titanium and stuff. Like impossible shapes that you would never be able to make. That's true. Uh, That's interesting. Nobody's done that. There's a lot of like motorcycle part guys that like used to be aerospace that are 3D printing bike yeah, parts. Yeah, and they're yeah. like craziest bike parts you've ever seen so i think yeah this is a long answer but i i feel like it's a common answer for a lot of programmers uh, is uh, i'd love to get into building video games it's just i feel like most programmers get into development because of video games like oh yeah i want to build video games figure out how this works they realize video games don't make a lot of money and they're like let's build some apps <laughs> sure. instead it's not fun at all yeah mike uh I don't know. I, I'd say there's there's quite a few, but I mean, outside of work, I like driving vehicles. I like to drive everything. One thing I I have thought about, but I've yet to really explore, is a pilot's license. Be really into yeah. that. Something that I like. We had a drywaller on you. He did it over the pandemic. Come on, is that right? Super He's cool. one away That's from smart. commercial. It's amazing. He took me up. No, let me fly. We are from Toronto Hamilton, like in 30 minutes or something like that. So cool. I, I have the book. Like, you want to land? Like I was like, what are you, crazy? I'm not landing. Oh, <laughs> I'll fly it, but I'm not landing. <laughs> I, I ordered the books, but I haven't uh, even opened them yet. No, yeah. he actually did. He always wanted to do it, but then he found out how little the Canadian pilots make. So he's like, oh. I'm going to stay drywalling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Good question. Uh... You know, that I was a good man, I think. Yeah. It's good. See, that's sappy. That's um, <laughs> yeah, true, though. See, you it works. Really, gets you, you in. Guys, you really kicked ass with that fill out. Way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shaved 30% off all the... Uh, you, uh, you moved a lot of my yeah. property. Yeah. 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 I love for him to say something like, oh, you, you finally made it, like, and then, like, heaven is so much cooler than that previous thing you just did. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the waiting room. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. now the real stuff begins. Yeah, that's funny. Mike? 
Uh, yeah, no, no, the Philip comment. I, I, oh, that was, okay, I'd, that was I'd there. stick with that one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's good, gentlemen. Absolute pleasure having you on awesome. the show. Thank, thank you so much. I really appreciate Thanks it. Get to meet us. you guys and yeah, and, and get to know a huge success. I totally see this exploding. Everyone's gonna thank you very love much. It. So it means a lot. It. Yeah, I mean, this kind of stuff is super valuable for us. I'm very cautious about tech and construction. Like, I, it's really got to help the industry, and it, this is definitely going to help the industry. That's awesome. Right? So, thank you. Well, appreciate that. So that's it. Thank you very much, guys. Awesome. Appreciate it. We're out here, Angelina.